1: Welcome back to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits. This is Saturday, April 15th edition. Hope everybody had a good Friday. Made a little cash on the DFS world. Ready to go into a fun holiday Easter weekend. A um, lot on tap on Saturday. I wanted to get this pod and record on Friday night to get it out early for you. Um, we have a 10 game early slate, 5 game evening, 15 game all day. Uh, interesting Friday to say the least. Kershaw's doing his thing as we speak, moving late to that game. Cueto's doing okay. Thor left early. Wasn't ideal. Keiko's dealing. Parcello got destroyed. Tanaka gets it done. He's starting to look like Tanaka again. Danny Duffy. Love that man. Someday they'll get him priced correctly. Tehran let us down. and Then Graveman left and after five, but only 70-something pitches. No strikeouts. Velocity was down on the fifth, so I wonder if he got hurt because... He was pitching great for $6,400, well worth it there. Nelly Cruz already went deep off the of lefty. The Brew Crew, Thames and the and company got the job done. Chris Davis got his fourth home run in his career off of uh, off of uh, Sanchez. So much to like. Tampa Bay, just, man, Lomo, Brad Miller, Sousa Jr. In the $3.20 uh, entry, Sousa Jr. was 0. .6% only at 25 points. That is my friends is a GPP. Thank you very much. So good good little good little Friday action in there still wrapping up few games still in play. We're gonna move on to Saturday the Saturday slate. It's a juicy one. some really, really good stuff to, to keep our eye on. Uh, let's get a quick look at the weather and uh, see if we have anything to worry about we dodged the bullet in the Minnesota White Sox game today. Moving on to Saturday. we got wind blowing out in Nationals Park to left field. Yankee Stadium wind blowing in. Cincinnati wind blowing out to left field. Just another beautiful Brewers-Reds situation. White Sox-Twins, again, 50 to 70% chances at thunderstorms. Keep your eye on that one. It's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds yet again. Pirates-Cubs wind blowing out hard to center field. And Tyler Glass now is making his next start after that debacle his last time out. With apparently a new delivery. So that's just going to bode well against the Cubs potentially. Uh, in Boston, wind blowing out hard to center field. Rays, Red Sox like some some action in that one. Tigers, Indians, wind blowing out hard to right field. That's Verlander versus Kluber. But we will get into why that's an interesting uh, game to actually probably use some bats. Um, yeah, Mets, Marlins, they can close the roof. Angels, Royals, another good game to attack some bats. Winds blowing out hard to left center. Rain comes in as the night goes on, so keep your eye on that one. Looks kind of off and on, thunderstorm chances. Hopefully that clears out of the way because there's a good matchup to attack in that one. So mainly it's some good wind, um, potential rain in Minnesota, potential rain in Kansas City. For now, it looks like everything's going to hold off. As I always say, check our man Kevin Roth. He is the man with the plan to uh, get your DFS lineups in order. If we're looking at Vegas totals on the day, not all totals have been posted. But uh, Phillies Nationals over under 8. Brewers Reds over under 8.5. Rockies Giants over under 7.5. Padres Braves over under 8. Diamondbacks Dodgers 7.5. Tigers Indians 7.5. Orioles Blue Jays, we will be attacking that game over under 9. Angels Royals over under 8.5. Twins Sox 8.5. Rays Red Sox 8. Astros A 7.5. Cardinals-Yankees, eight. And there's three games without an over-under yet. And a couple of them look real tasty. So, I was curious what those come out as. But uh, some of them just new pitchers, changes. Chicago, they always wait for the wind in the morning to make that decision. So, we have one nine on the board for now. That's Orioles-Blue Jays-Asher versus Estrada. So, uh, that definitely makes sense if you are paying attention to those matchups. Let's get into our 10-game slate. Um... Kicking it off with our highest-priced arm on the board, the one and only Christopher Sale, $11,500 at home against the Tampa Bay Rays. Rays went off on Forssell. just absolutely tattooed him. But now they're facing a lefty, and lefties is not exactly their forte. As I mentioned yesterday, they hit much better against right-handed pitching than left-handed pitching, and Chris Sale isn't your average pitcher to begin with. He uh, will be facing the Rays, who is one of the teams that strikes out more than anybody in baseball – so Sale could be in for a big game. Last time out against Detroit, seven and two-thirds, five hits, two or in 10Ks. struck out seven Pirates in seven innings his previous start. He's a machine. Uh, 11-5. Love me some Chris Sale tomorrow. I always – you've listened to my plot enough. I love playing raised bats, but not very often against the lefty. Even Steven Souza, who's a great hitter. you showed it tonight. He's on a great start. He hits better against righties than lefties. You're going to look like Longo. Maybe some Kiermeier if you're feeling that. Um, Not a ton to attack in this one, but uh, so Chris Sale's in in a good spot, as they say, at 11-5. Jake Arrieta next up at 10-7 at home against the Pirates. Pirates bats uh, are not too special. We've mentioned that many times. Better against righties than lefties. uh, That's for sure. You got Gregory Polanco. Kutchin Marte, a couple other bats there, but uh, Jake Arietta last time out in Milwaukee, seven innings, three hits, three earned, 10 Ks. He had six Ks against the Cardinals. Uh, good strikeout potential against the Pirates and a great atmosphere. The, the the wind blowing out's a bit scary. There's no hiding that one, but Arrieta looks locked in here early on. He had a great spring. Looks like a transition to his first few starts. 10-7, save some money from Sale or have him as your ace just because you like him. Good, good good, look there against Pittsburgh. Next up, Lance McCullers, Jr., $10,400. We've been all over Lance, and that was when he was at $9,500, and $9,900. Now he's at 10-4 on the road in Oakland at Oco Coliseum. His first two starts were at home. Nice park shift into Oakland uh, against Kansas City. Seven innings, three earned 10Ks. Against Seattle, six innings, one earned 7Ks. Strikeout potential is definitely there against the A's. They don't strike out as much as other teams, but it's definitely there. If he's flicking that curveball, he will get his Ks. He'll get you at least six innings. Quality start definitely in line. 10-4 is a little steep for Mr. Lance, but uh, if he gets you that 25-plus fantasy point production, well worth the price of admission. Next up, I'm going to mention Carlos Martinez at 9,100. I will be using Yankees bats in another lineup against him. Uh, He had a little rough start against Cincinnati last time out. Five innings, five earned. Three Ks, but prior to that against the Cubby, seven and a third, nowhere in 10 Ks. He's in a decent matchup against the Yankees, but the Yankees have hit righties very well. So it's a strictly GPP play, very risky play. I want to have a little bit of him just because we've seen the Yankees struggle at times this season, more often than not. But um, they are swinging a good stick of late. They're kind of middle of the pack in rankings, Uh in offense towards the top and slugging an OPS, which is scary to say the least. GPP only, Carlos Martinez 9,100. Most will avoid him and go down to some other rankings. I'm avoiding Kluber at 10-2. If I want a piece of that matchup, I'm going Justin Verlander at 85. Both teams have hit both these pitchers very well. Thus, I'm taking the cheaper option in my GPP plays. Verlander has just been filthy. Kluber's shown the tendency to give it the long ball, even earlier this year, um, and Detroit starting to heat up, Miggy's on fire. I'll mention him later. I'm gonna go Verlander at eighty five hundred, coming off an outstanding start against Boston, seven innings, three hits, no earned four Ks against the White Sox, six and a third, two or in ten Ks. Going up against Cleveland, one of the best offenses in baseball, there's no hiding in that. Over under seven and a half. So they're thinking both both pitchers will do well, and they both could. If you want to use Kluber, go for it. I have no problem with that at all. But I'll take Verlander at the discount. He's only like two grand cheaper than Kluber. And he's throwing better than to me, in my opinion. Both good arms, but uh, just purely a field play between the two. Because I will be honest, I'll have a Cleveland stack in play in this one just in case. But I like Verlander, eight thousand five hundred. Good GPP play. I don't mind him with even Sale and Arrieta because you can get some value bats later. If those guys, pitch, if Verlander pitches his potential with one of those guys. You're looking at a 50-point head start with just your two pitchers, which is outstanding. But it's a gamble. That's why it's GPP. Another GPP option, Jose Quintana, 8,300. He's been off to a rough start this season, and the Twins hit lefties very well. They didn't hit uh, they didn't hit as well tonight, but that wasn't against lefties, so keep that in mind. Dozier, Cheneau, Grossman. There's good looks there against Quintana. He's a good arm, good pitching environment. Might rain a lot, cold weather. Ball might not travel as well. Stuff to look at in your favor, but um, I'll be fading Quintana tomorrow. We move on to Tanner Roark at $8,100 at home against the Phillies. If it was in Philadelphia, I'd probably stray away. But we're going to go at home where he pitches much better most of the time. His first start of the year, six innings, two earned, six Ks against Miami. little beat up, five innings, three earned, three Ks against St. Louis his last time out. But on the short slate with iffy options, I'll take my chances against the Phillies offense that we know can get loud at any moment. There's no hiding that. But at the same time, Rorick has shown the ability to be a top-end pitcher, not necessarily an ace, but a good number two in the, the Nationals rotation. And um, it helps that their bats are on fire. So even if he gives up a few runs, he'll be in line for a W. W. Two 2-0 on the air, even when he had a sloppy start. So Rourke at 8,100. Nice play on Saturday. Moving on to Irvin Santana at $7,500. Uh, Santana will be at home against the Chicago White Sox again. Make sure the weather's okay. But he's off to a pretty decent start this season. Very impressed with Irvin. If you remember last year, he missed the uh, beginning of the season due to uh, PEDs. So he came in late. Most people forgot about him. He had an off-and-on season. But he's a veteran that goes out there and grinds. Last start against the White Sox. Six innings, two hits, no in four Ks. Against Kansas City, seven hit, seven innings, two, one earned, three Ks. So the strikeouts aren't huge, but he's getting you over twenty points a game. At home, good pitching environment against the White Sox, weather permitting. I like Irvin Santana as a nice staple at seventy five hundred. Nice nice play, cash game GPP. Irvin Santana. Gonna get a little dicey here, Mister Sean Manaya seventy four hundred going up against the Astros. This guy's stuff is just great. He's young. He's going to have hiccups. First start, he went six innings, four earned, four Ks. Last start against Texas, five and a third, five earned, 10 Ks. So the K production's there. He's going up against the Astros who do strike out a little bit. Uh, I believe they're around 20% strikeout rate. Uh, they're waking up, though. Altuve, he's on fire. He had a three-hit game already, and they're still playing. Uh, I believe that I was reading somewhere tonight. He's It's eight to ten straight plate appearances. He's reached reach base. So as Altuve goes, we know the Astros go. Springer's on fire. Correa's on fire. It's uh, it's an iffy play, but I like Graveman. Graveman pitched well. They're scoring on the bullpen. Uh, Mania's in in play for a nice outing. Uh, pitcher-friendly ballpark against the Astros. GPP only, 7,400. Last but not least, our cheapest option of the night, CC Sabathia, 7 grand. This is just a model of consistency. He's not going to dazzle you. Uh, not a bunch of Ks. So don't be looking for miracles here. He had 3 Ks against Baltimore, 2 Ks against Tampa Bay, but only 2 earned against Baltimore, no earned against Tampa Bay. You're not look he's not going to light the world on fire, but he's been pitching well enough even in the second half of last season where he keeps you in games. He'll give up a few runs, quality starts what you're looking for. 7K, he's my punt. I'm not even going to the 6K tonight on the day slate. So 7K CC Sabathia against the struggling Cardinals offense, but um, Like I say, on a lot of these sketchy guys, make sure you stack against them. Like an Aledemus Diaz, Piscotti, Grichick type stack, not a bad option if you're going the other direction. Speaking of the bats, let's get into them. Going to the catcher's position, uh, Evan Gaddis at $3,700 going up against the lefty Manaya. Gaddis crushed his lefties. If Manaya is off with his location at all, Gaddis could feast up there. So, 3,700, decent play. Wilson Contreras, 3,600, catcher outfield, going up against Glass now. We're going to target Glass now until he proves me otherwise. He was so bad his last start. Couldn't throw strikes. When he did, he got beat up. The fact that they're saying with it from start to start on his side sessions, he developed a new delivery, I have to see that to believe it. And with the Cubs offense, one of the best offenses in the National League, if not baseball, we're going to target that. And if he proves us wrong, tip your cap. But Contreras, 3,600 uh, on the day slate. Matt Wieters, we've been targeting him a lot because he's still pretty low-priced when it comes to the catcher's front. He's only 3200 at home against Jeremy Hellickson. Hellickson's been decent off and on, but we will target him with a Red Hot uh, Nationals lineup. Hellboy uh, is going to get beat up on Saturday, I'm hoping. Weeders 3200 We look at Boston going up against Jake Odorizzi. You love the value catchers because if the offense is going off with the caliber Boston does – um, you want a piece of the action. They bat at the bottom of the order so they can get on base before the big guns get on. Uh, Le- Sandy Leon, 2,900, or Christian Vasquez, 2,700, both in play on the day slate. Another value catcher, Jeff Bandy of the Milwaukee Brewers, going up against the lefty, Brandon Finnegan. Bandy hits lefties pretty darn well in the past, and uh, he's off to a decent start this year, hitting a uh, small sample, obviously. But he's hitting three sixty 6 for 20, one home run, one double. Uh, not bad for 2900 bucks. the potential on that game, and a game that should see some runs. And last but not least, Wellington Castillo. Wanted to mention him, $3,600. He's going up against the one and only, where did I put that, uh, Marco Estrada of the Toronto Blue Jays. Baltimore definitely in play. He's 3200 sorry, 3200 against Estrada. They had a big night against Sanchez. Their offense is clicking. Just, they blew up all over Boston a couple nights ago. They hit it again tonight. Castillo's 8-for-26 with four home runs lifetime against Estrada. That power potential at your catcher position is just its icing on the cake. If one of them goes yard like Salvi Perez did tonight, you look for stuff like that. Going to first base. First base is absolutely loaded. Kicks it off with Anthony Rizzo, 5,100 against Glass now. No explanation needed there. Same with Joey Votto. He went ding-dong on Friday night. He's 5K against Zach Davies. We'll be stacking some reds as well as Brewers in that game. Miggy Cabrera, 4,900. He's homeward in back-to-back games. As Aaron Rodgers once said, relax. It's Miguel Cabrera, one of the best hitters of all time. He's gone back-to-back. Tonight he went oppo taco. It was a shot. And this is why I said Kluber and Verlander aren't the best plays in the world. I like Verlander more. I told you why. Miggy, 21 for 47 lifetime. That's a pretty decent sample size with five ding-dongs off of Kluber. So he sees him well, and he's swinging a hot stick. Um, a lot of people are going to stay away from the Tigers and the Indians due to the pitching matchups. So these are GPP GPP sneaky plays. Speaking of that game, Carlos Santana, first base outfield eligible, 4,300. Not the best average against Verlander, but he's taken Verlander deep seven times. Seven. Seven home runs off of Justin Verlander. Victor Martinez, $4,000. He's 12 for 36, lifetime at three home runs. If you're playing Fandle, he's catcher eligible. That's a sneaky play to get V-Mart and Miggy in the same lineup. Crush Davis. Like I said earlier, went deep on Friday night. He's four grand against Estrada. He's taken Estrada deep twice in his career. Kendrick Morales, 3,800 against Asher. Baltimore's throwing Alec Asher out there. He was from Philadelphia last year. He pitched okay with the Phillies. Uh, low ERA, not bad. Coming over from um, minors camps the first time Baltimore is going to need a fifth starter on the season. So he's stepping in there for now until uh, Tillman gets back. We're going Brandon Belt, $3,700. We like some Giants lefties against Chatwood today. Uh, Good history against him. The lefties have in the past, $3,700. Ryan Zimmerman swinging a hot stick for the Nationals, $3,400 against Hellickson. Mitch Moreland, as they're starting to name him, Mitchie Two Stacks or Doubles or whatever the heck they got going on, $3,300 against Odorizzi. Mark Reynolds, $3,300 against Matt Moore. Uh, if if Zimmerman is not starting for the Nats and Adam Lind is starting, such a low owned GPP play, $3,200, 10 for 34 lifetime off of Helixson. I would definitely recommend some shares of Lind. If you only have one lineup, probably not, but he's a great GPP play. A great GPP play because no one's going to own him. He might go goose egg, like I've stated before. It's baseball. Guys go over 4 for like 10 games in a row at times. It just happens. But uh, GPP-wise, it's a good play. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez, $2,800, going up against a lefty in, uh, wait, did I put that right? Going up against the lefty, Sean Manaya $2,800, first base outfield eligible. Uh, another sneaky low-owned GPP only play for the Phillies, if he's starting. Brock Stasi against Tanner His first base outfit eligible. He's a, a journeyman minor leaguer. He went ding-dong a couple days ago. Got big-time power, not hitting for a great average, so he's just GPP only. You're looking for the long ball, maybe a double and a run, $2,700. It allows you, like, if you want to get a couple high-priced pitchers and go crazy, these are the kind of plays you have to make. Stasi at $2,700. Just wanted to bring that name to your attention. So I do on quick hits. I'll name you about 1,000 guys a show just to make sure you're not forgetting guys available. Second base, Ian Kinzer, $4,800 against Kluber. Johnny VR $4,700 against Finnegan. He's freaking heating up, guys. He had almost 30 points tonight, I believe. He had three stolen bases. Johnny VR is great because he does not have to go deep to get you the love you need. Good stuff there from Mr. Johnny VR, uh, at $4,700. Next up, my favorite, if you've listened to at least three or four episodes, Daniel Murphy, $4,500. This price tag is just banana lands. Um... I don't know how he's not the top-priced second baseman like every night. It might just be my bias, but the guy just absolutely crushes. As a big pun used to say, he's not a player. He just crushes a lot. He's on fire against Hellickson. Love the matchup. Dozier, 4,400 against the lefty Quintana. We like Dozier, period. He's running this year, guys. He's 5-for-5 on Steeler got Scott's fifth one tonight. And he's hitting with power. He's playing great out the gate. Going against the lefty, Cantana, weather permitting. He's it, he's taken Cantana deep four times in his career. Jose Ramirez, 4,100 against Verlander. Small sample, but he's 6 for 19 with three doubles. Benny Zobrist, 4,100 against Glasnow. Love this play. Second base outfield eligible. Nice look there. Scooter Jeanette, 3,700 GPP play. Jed Jericho, if he's in the lineup going up against the lefty, Sabathia. This is what we use Jericho for. Second base, third base, eligible, thirty six hundred dollars. DJ Lemayhu, thirty five hundred against Matt Moore for the Rocky Stack. Nice play there, Joe Panic, thirty five hundred. Starlin Castro, I loved him. I mentioned him on the Friday pod. He went deep had a big game, couple hits. He's thirty four hundred going against um, going up against Carlos Martinez. Cesar Hernandez, still criminally underpriced, $3,300 against Tanner Orc. If you're building your Philly stack, Cesar Hernandez is a must play in your stack at $3,300 leading off in that lineup. That's just too cheap for the production he can give you. And if you need um, an interesting play, he's got his first extra base hit of the season today. Dustin Pedroia's $4,100, 10 for 26 lifetime, two doubles, two home runs against Jake Oderizzi. Moving on to third base, there's your usual suspects, Chris Bryant. He's 5K, no more outfield eligibility. Third base only against Glass now. Machado, 4,500 against Estrada. Longo, 4,300 against the lefty. Uh, Sale, if you're going to fade Sale, Longo needs to be a part of it if you're going to go that route. Uh, Nolan Arenado, 4,200 against Moore. That's pretty cheap for the production Arenado can give you, uh, especially against a lefty and Moore. Arenado, 4,200. Nick Castellanos swinging a great stick back in the second of that lineup. If Kluber gets beat up, Castellanos will be a part of it. He's 4,100, uh, 7 for 21, lifetime. My man, Miggy Sano, let me down on Friday, but he's he's hot, 4K against Quintana. Eugenio Suarez, $3,600 against Zach Davies. Lonnie Chisenhall, he's back. He's 3,300, and he's third base outfit eligible against Verlander. He'll be very low-owned if you want a little piece. Of that Indian action for ownership wise, and he's 11 for 37 lifetime with three doubles and a home run off Verlander. He sees him pretty well. Last but not least, still criminally underpriced. He had another nice game on Friday. Continues to put up almost double digits on a regular basis. Thirty one hundred dollars Chase Headley going up against Carlos Martinez. Headley against a righty in that ballpark is just production for days. It seems like. Uh, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop on him and to go back to the Headley of the last few years where we just get frustrated with him. But for now, 3,100. Sign me up. Going to shortstop, Carlos Correa, 4,500 against Minaya. Xander Bogarts, third-base shortstop eligible, 44 against Odorizzi. My man, Francisco Lindor, yet again, 4,300. He's uh, hit a double, triple homer, 7 for 17 off of Verlander. I love this play. If you're fading Sabathia, I'll let him miss Diaz at 4,100. Really cheap for the, uh, the dong potential, single-double-dong potential for Diaz. Another cheap price tag, very cheap, Trevor Story, 4K against Matt Moore. That's almost like an automatic plug-and-play. When you see Story against a lefty at that price tag, even if it's not in Coors, because obviously you'll never see that price tag in Coors, 4K, really cheap. And I know I'm picking on Moore, and we love Moore, especially at home. We, we had him on uh, his last start, the home opener on Monday. He pitched great, eight solid innings. Not saying he can't do it again. San Francisco is much different than Colorado. But day games play differently than night games in San Francisco. That's one thing I want to mention. Ball flies a lot better during the day there. So keep an eye on that. 4K for Trevor Story. Addison Russell still pretty cheap hitting in the middle of that Cubbies lineup. 36 against Glass now, And then Croft, 3400 against Chatwood. Moving to the outfield, you got your usual suspects at the top. Mookie Betts, 5100. Ryan Braun, 5K, he just keeps crushing. He's facing a lefty again in Finnegan. Great play, Ryan Braun. but He's expensive, but a great play. Another great play, Bryce Harper, 4,900 against Helixson. These are Captain Obvious plays. Justin Upton, 4,500. He has taken um, Kluber deep twice in his career. Kyle Schwarber is outfield only now, 4,400 against Glass now. Been leading off for the Cubbies. Really solid play there. Springer 4200 against the lefty that seems pretty cheap for his production value. Adam Duvall 4200 Lettuce us down on Friday night that shocked me. Uh, still good good power potential against Zach Davies. Stephen Piscotti against the lefty 4100. He's last year he was like an automatic play against lefty. Uh, he's starting to heat up again getting out of that concussion. Good play at 4100. Him Diaz and like Drizic I like that even even Car- Carpenter hit, hit a home run on uh, Friday, and he actually hits lefties okay, so don't be scared off by that. Keon Broxton, 4,100 against the lefty Finnegan. Billy Hamilton, 4,100 against Davies is a great play. He's going to get on the steel bases tomorrow on Saturday, no doubt about it. My man crush also, Adam Eaton, 4,100, cheap, cheap, cheap with Hellickson. You he put Eaton, Harper, Murphy, boom. You're set up right there. You can sprinkle in some words, Zimmerman, if Lynn's playing, whatever. But those three, I say it every time, that is a three-way that's a menage a trois of just fantasy DFS gold most nights than not. And You can't tell me I'm wrong if you've been playing them. It's been tasty, tasty. Uh, Domingo Santana, 4K, against the lefty Finnegan. Mark Trumbo, 3,900 against uh, Estrada. Like that play a lot. Good power potential against Estrada. Anthony Benintendi, only 3,900 against Odorizzi. Had a couple more knocks on Friday night. Uh, Batten second in that Boston lineup. Like him a lot at 3,900. Otabel Herrera, 3,900 against Tanner Roark. You have him and Cesar Hernandez together. Mix and match another bat if you'd like. If you just want a two man stack, Herrera and Cesar's not bad at all. Adam Jones, 3,800 against Estrada. Like I said earlier, Randall Gritschik against Sabathia. He's 38. Brett Gardner, 37, leading off against Carlos Martinez. Gardner's quietly having a pretty productive DFS season. Scott Schevler, 3,700 if you want some GPP potential there, GPP only. Jacoby Ellsbury is heating up. He was batting cleanup the last couple days. If he's batting cleanup, he's actually not a bad play there in between some some power bats at uh, 3,600. Aaron Judge, dong potential only, GPP only at 36. Jason Wirth, off to a great start at 3,600 against Helixson. Robbie Grossman, the switch hitter, 3,500, batting second in the lineup against Quintana. Michael Saunders, GPP only, 35 against Rourke. And if you want some salary relief, this is just completely punt play. I got Tyler Collins of the Tigers against Kluber. He's 3,000. He's been batting like sixth in the order. So be the tail end of a stack there if you do in the middle of the order with the Tigers, cheap, 3,000. And if you want to go super cheap, and go Matt Joyce against McCullers, 23. I'd avoid that if you could today. Forgot to mention Herrera, 7 for 15, lifetime against Rourke. Uh, and Michael Brantley, I didn't mention him. He's 19 uh, for nineteen something with the double and a triple off of Verlander. So he's hit him pretty well too. So there you have the early 10-game slate. Uh, Chris Sale at eleven five, 5 Jake Arrieta, 10-7. McCullers, 10-4. GPP only, Carlos Martinez at 91. You have Verlander at 85. Rourke at 81. I like Irvin Santana, GPP, and Cash at 75. Mania, 74. Sabathia, 7,000. Don't forget to check the weather on some of those games. Stackage. We're stacking Toronto against Alec Asher. Uh, Cincinnati against Zach Davies. Love that stack. Milwaukee against Finnegan. Love that stack. Probably the best stack of the day for me is Washington versus Helixson. I really like the Cubs versus Glasnow. Mentioned Colorado versus more, A couple of those guys like Story, Arenado. Way too cheap for that that option. Uh, Minnesota versus Quintana. And Yankees against Seymour. There's some good lefty bats there against Carlos Martinez. Let's get you to the five-game evening slate. Kick us off the high-priced target of the night. Jacob deGrom, 10-6, on the road in Miami. Miami's swinging it good. Uh, they were pretty quiet against Thor, but what team really isn't quiet against Thor? DeGrom... Coming out to a nice start to the season. Uh, Got beat up a little, I believe, his last time. No, he was good his last. Oh, yeah. He only got two runs his last time out. Only 3Ks. Time before that, no runs, 6Ks. So the Ks were down against Philadelphia's last go-around. Going up to Miami with a decent K potential. Not the best in baseball, but decent K potential. He's got to navigate around like Yellick, Ozuna, Ozuna's on fire. And Stanton, the rest of the lineup, you can kind of pick and choose. The, the options on the evening slate are really bad. So DeGrom at 10-6 is, in my opinion, worth the price. Um, we've seen how Miami's been hitting, but definitely worth the price to me. Absolutely love me some James Paxton tonight at $9,600. I know he's facing Texas, and Texas can rake. But we're in Safeco. We're not in Arlington. That's a good plus out the gate. And uh, his first two starts of the year against the Astros, who hit lefties well as, as well as well. And he has given up no runs to start the year, and he struck out eight and five. So good potential. He is living up to the hype at the moment. Dicey play, but like I mentioned, pitching's bad on the night slate. So we'll go some Paxton, and now we're just getting ugly. Nate Carnes at 7,300 at home against the Angels. Strictly a fate of the Angels. That's pretty much all this is. If you can get around Trout and pull holes and Calhoun, there's some minor scare in there, but not a ton. Definite risky play. He has not looked good to start the year, so buyer beware. Clayton Richard, two good starts to start the season. He's out on the road against Atlanta. Atlanta's swinging good sticks right now. Another risky play. Same game, R.A. Dickey at 7,100. Both these guys are in play for me just for the fact, A, nothing's good. But uh, Richard's off to a good start. And uh, Nomad Kemp definitely helps the left-handed pitching attack there. R.A. Dickey. The reason why I like this, and this could be just f- totally false logic, and people might tell me I'm a complete moron, but it's not the first or last time people have told me that. But a uh, knuckleball. The Padres are a very, very young team. Most have never seen Ari Dickey and that knuckleball. If it's dancing, he could be in for a big day, really big day. But that's the question I mentioned with Stephen Wright before and other guys. You don't know until you get on the mound what your knuckle's going to do, and it can change from batter to batter, inning to inning. So if it's dancing, we could get a quality start from Dickey at 7,100 on this slate. It's phenomenal. It's all If he gets us like 12-plus points, I'm not even looking for the moon on this. Just get us a quality start. Don't get blown up. We're happy. And last but not least, Patrick Corbin at 6,500. The lefty going up against the Dodgers. The Dodgers struggle mightily against lefties. Corbin's uh, pitched a great start his last time out against Cleveland. Six innings, four hits, nowhere in two Ks. He hasn't been striking guys out. He's limiting the damage this season. No strikeouts. The Dodgers, you know, they're average strikeout team, but they're just horrible against lefties. At 6,500 on this slate, definitely worth the gamble. He might be higher on than I'd like to see, but we don't really have an option, and I think he's great. I'd go Corbin DeGrom, Corbin Paxton, and then he can mix and match some of the other options, but it's bad. It's really bad pitching-wise tonight. There's going to be good bats to target, so let's get to the bats. Catcher. If you're fading Paxton Lucroy against the lefty, is a good call at 3,800. I'm going to go straight down to the man I've been recommending like crazy, and he has just continued to produce. He's 7 for 11 lifetime with two doubles and a homer. Extremely small sample size against Matt Shoemaker. I'm talking the one and only Salvador Perez, 3,500. Went ding-dong again on Friday. The other option I like a ton. He should be extremely high-owned on a small slate. Going up against the lefty, Adam Connolly. I'm talking Travis D. Arnold at 3,300. Um, he had a 40 point game on Friday night he had the walk off dong in that extra inning marathon plus a triple he's not going to get you 40 points every night but on this slate $3,300 solid look against Conley Robinson Trinos $2,900 for Texas if Luke Roy is not starting Trinos a nice value play against the lefty Paxton and if you really want to punt Kurt Suzuki $2,700 for the Angels because Suzuki or Flowers whoever's catching the for Atlanta against uh, Richard, not a bad look there as well. Moving over to first base, Freddie Freeman at 5K is always in play. Lefty, righty, I don't really care. Freddie Freeman at 5K, especially in that ballpark. That ball is going to fly. Enciarte hit a bomb. Enciarte, I'm not starting that leadoff hitter, hit a bomb into the upper deck in right field. We saw in the spring training game there, Bird and Freeman hit one. The ball just carries it to right field. Freeman's going to be a very good play pretty much every night, especially in that ballpark. Goldschmidt, 4,900 against Maeda. Like him. Uh, If you want to go pull holes against Karn at 45. uh, Eric Hosmer, 4,200 against Shoemaker. Very good play there. The Angels stack in play again. They had a good Friday night. Definitely in play again for Saturday night. Uh, Moving on to uh, Mike Napoli, 3,700. Going up against the lefty. Always in play there. And your uh, punt play, Scott Van Slyke 2,900. Uh, With the lefty on the mound, Gonzalez might get the day off. Might. If he gets the day off and they put Scotty Van Slyke at first base, nice punt play at $2,900. Definitely an option there. Moving on to second base, we got Robbie Cano at 47 against, I haven't mentioned his name yet, pitching for the Texas Rangers on Saturday night, the return of Andrew Kashner. Please stack your Seattle Mariners. Robinson Cano, $4,700, definitely in play. Logan Forsythe, $4,100, loves hitting lefty, second base, third base eligible. Neil Walker, $3,900, switch hitter, good bat against Conley, the left-handed pitcher. Brandon Phillips against the lefty Richard, $3,800. He's 5 for 17 lifetime with the dong. Salarte, $3,600, and then when the Mets face the lefty, it's our man, Wilmer Flores, second base, third base eligible at $3,400. Big power potential, nice cheap option at second or third base. Speaking of third base, Kyle Seeger, Seattle Mariners, against Andrew Kashner, $4,400. Uh, Justin Turner, 4K against Corbin. Turner's 8 for 21 with a double and a home run lifetime. Get your Jake Lamb on against Maeda. We target Jake Lamb pretty much against every right-handed bat we can find. I I'm almost not even caring if it's an ace anymore. He hit good against Cueto a few weeks ago. Lamb just hits. He's $3,900. Batting uh, almost 500 lifetime against Maeda. Schimpf, $3,700 for the Padres. And the value play at third base tonight. He went ding-dong on Friday. Mike Mustakis $3,400. Continually too cheap. There's some players on DraftKings, I mention them every day just because they are stupid cheap. Even if they go 0 I just don't care. The price is so dumb for the potential. Moose is on fire to start the year. He went, like I say, went yard again on Friday. Just solid, solid play all around. Moving to shortstop. Kicking it off with Azdrubal Cabrera, 4 against Conley. Dansby Swanson, 3,600 against Richard. And if Kiki Hernandez is in the lineup against the lefty Corman, he's shortstop outfield eligible at $2,900. Going over the outfield, Captain Obvious play of the day. Mike Trout, 5,500. Go Giancarlo Stanton, 4,800. He's got three dongs off of DeGrom. One of the more popular plays on the slate. He'll be high-owned, and rightfully so. He is absolutely on fire. He went yard three times in one game earlier this week. He went double dong again in the extra-inning affair. I'm talking Ioannis Suspedis, 4,700. Nelly Cruz, 4,600. He hit a home run off a of lefty on Friday. Surprise, surprise. He's facing Andrew Kashner, forty-six hundred bucks. Christian Yelich against Degrom, forty-five hundred. Low Kane against Shoemaker, forty-three hundred. Calhoun against Carnes, forty-two hundred. Puig against the lefty, forty-two hundred. AJ Pollock, awesome bat against Maeda, forty-one hundred. Mitch Haniger just missed a home run tonight. He said he got a single. He's only four thousand against Kashner. He's having a great start to the year. Jay Bruce, he gets lefties just fine. Do not panic about lefty on lefty. I prefer it because most don't realize that, so he's low-owned. He's only 3,800 against Conley. And Conley's a good arm. Don't get me wrong. Just the Mets' bats are on fire. Carlos Gomez, thirty seven against uh, Paxton. Peralta, 3,600 against Maeda. Very nice, cheaper play to get some Diamondbacks exposure. Manny Margot, 3,500 against the Knuckler. And Renfro, 3,400 against the Knuckler. So not as many options, obviously. Five-game slate, it's a mess. But like I mentioned, DeGrom ten six, 6 Paxton 96, Carnes 73, Richard 72, Corbin 65. It's going to be an ugly slate. Very A lot can happen. But stacking, Arizona against Maeda, Lamb, Peralta, Pollock, Goldie. Good options there. Absolutely love the Royals against Shoemaker. Hosmer's too cheap. Moose is always too cheap. Low Cane, Salvi, good stackage there. Padres against Dickey. Uh, you could go Braves against Richard, either or, but I like both as pitching options if you want to. Uh, Mets against Conley. Those bats are hot. Suspettish, uh, Cabrera, Walker, uh, mix and match some other. Uh, w- Wilmer Flores, like I mentioned, good options there. They are node catching. And last but not least, if you're not stacking Kansas City and you want to be chalky, stack Seattle against Andrew Kashner, Cano, Seeger, Haniger, Cruz, you can go elsewhere if you'd like, but those four for sure is a just outstanding stack. So there you go. There you have it. Your Saturday slate, 15 games overall, 10 in the morning, 5 in the evening. Let's cash. Hope everybody has a great Easter Sunday. I will be back with you on Monday for your Monday DFS action. But, yeah, hope everybody finishes Friday in the green and we get some more green on Saturday. Check the weather. A couple interesting rain situations. And um, the day slate looks really good. Night slate, not so much. There is a day slate tournament with thesportsdegens.com. If you're interested, hit me up at BDN or hit thesportsdegens at Uh the Check out my latest podcast, Benched with Bubba with Jessica Kleinschmidt. Lots of good fantasy information, DFS, minor league baseball talk, all kinds of baseball talk. Benched with Bubba episode 35 was released yesterday. And around the bases with Bubba and Mo, uh, episode 7, talking week one over reactions, and much, much more. Check both those out. Subscribe to those as well as MLB DFS Quick kits on iTunes, SoundCloud via SD Sports, or Spreaker via SD Radio. Give us reviews, hopefully, on the five-star variety. Help us out here. Get this bad boy growing even more. I like the support. I appreciate the support we have got so far with this podcast. It's already rocking and rolling. Spread the word. Let's make this bigger and better and let more people just think I'm an idiot. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, But most importantly, let's make some money. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys again on Monday. Everybody have a happy and safe holiday weekend. Enjoy your Easter. And I will catch you guys later. This was MLB DFS Quicket, Saturday, April 15th.